on the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again On the road again Going places that I've never been Hi, this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. And we are back here on Sunset Flip Radio. For the first time, you're in the car, taking Sunset Flip Radio on the road. As always, I'm the $100 man, Thomas Lisa. You always join with the most handsome dad in the car, Mr. Alex Drayton. Yeah. And a special guest. Making his second appearance on Sunset Flip Radio, yeah. the one and only Ed Carragher is yeah. in the car with us. What's going on? Good to be back. Oh, oh, guys, we just came back from, well, we're on our way back. I'm driving right now, but we are on the turnpike going back home. We came back from the little fairy American Legion to support Invictus Pro Wrestling. Empire Rising, awesome wrestling, great local independent, always support independent wrestling. We got a chance to see Jacob Fatu from MLW wrestle in the main event. He was fucking awesome. We had front row seats. Thanks, Thank you to everyone from Invictus Pro Wrestling. Ed was a part of the show. Yeah. We, I mean, we were basically part of the show. We got, uh, we were told to get the fuck out of the way. And, uh, Jacob Fatu, no, it wasn't Jacob. It was the other guy. AJ. AJ. What's his last name? Uh, AJ something or other. Yeah, he got arrives. thrown through chairs. It was awesome. But, uh, Shout out to them. Thank you for having us on. We had a chance to hand out some of our cards, met some wrestlers, possible some future guests here on Sunset Flip Radio. But it was a pretty eye-opening experience for me because that was my first independent show. I don't know about you guys, but for me it was. <laughs> yes, that was my first show. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sitting front row, literally being in the show and getting to see all the acts and uh, what was a great card. With the exception of uh, a couple stinkers, we were just talking about that, but you know, and a couple uh, cards subject to change matters there. Um, There were some great, like little things with the wrestlers. Like there was the one guy; his name was uh, Phil Cardigan. All right. (laughs) So, shout out to Phil Cardigan. If if anybody knows who Phil Cardigan is, tell him to listen to this episode. Because he wrestled the entire match in a cardigan sweater with jeans, dress shoes, and he was billed from the cubicle. Now... With a cup of coffee, although it was water, but still. Yeah, but... And he hooked up once he had a sip of water, once he took the hot tag from the water. Anytime someone gets billed from somewhere, you know, you always say, oh, okay, you know, he's from New York or whatever, but, you know, besides the parts unknown, I think the cubicle is one of the most entertaining ones I've ever heard. I don't know about you, but for me it was. You popped really hard. You looked at me. You were like, from the cubicle? From the cubicle. It was like it was like the office. And I love the office and Alex hates it, but that's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, but it was a great wrestling event. It was outside. It rained on us a little bit, but it wasn't that bad. It felt good, though. It felt good. Um, they're going to be coming back to Jersey in September. So we'll probably go back to that show. Shout out to Ryan from Invictus Pro Wrestling. He told us we're more than welcome back anytime. But... Huge news since we last came to you on Tuesday. Oh. Everybody thought Edge was coming back on July 16th. No, yeah, July 16th. And now... It was a swerve, bro. He comes back yesterday. Why does he come back? Because the 
WWE is deciding to bring back part-time people to fulfill one of their core four pay-per-views yet again. It's WrestleMania season only in August. Wow. You gotta um, do it big for the first show back with live fans, you know? Not yeah. counting WrestleMania, because this is... We're going back on the road. Um, you know, tickets I heard were very cheap. And if I could swing it, I would go to Houston. Uh, for SummerSlam, I heard they were pretty cheap. $40 upper deck. Oh, man. I'll take it. Yeah. $40. In Vegas. Oh, yeah. yeah especially to be in Vegas. Vegas. It's, yeah. a, it's a show in, a, in yeah. and of itself. Yeah. When he goes to the casino, not the, not the pay-per-view. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, that's true. But, um, no, I mean, I would love to go, but I don't know if I can swing it to go to Vegas. But, you know, we're going to have a party for SummerSlam, maybe do a little live video, a little recording that day. But, you know, that's a long time from now. But... We also saw in SmackDown, besides Edge coming back to the amusement of Ed, no. you're, hu- <laughs> you're a huge Edge fan. No. Now, now if, if anybody's listened to our episode, uh, the satchel with the Deeks, that's when Ed and Jay were on. Back in December. Back in I January. Yeah. I think oh, it was January. January. Okay. Yeah. Back in January. So this is Ed's second time on the show. Ed opened up a little bit about his first wrestling event, who he likes, but now during during that time from January until now he's been actually watching I've been trying professional wrestling I've been trying no you've been watching not full time but I you know I, I and Jay too I've been yeah. Jay's jazz. been watching it too yeah. yeah but when we were talking about Edge Edge just kind of went off like he's a crafty veteran of professional wrestling so what nice. is it about him that you don't like and then I, tell but first of all tell everybody who you hate the two people you hate right and then the guy that you love yes the two guys I hate wait a minute hold on oh come on Edge and oh oh yeah oh I am not a Cesaro fan. Anybody knows me knows I hate Cesaro. See, Ed's not a smart okay because smarts smarts love Cesaro right love no. Cesaro yeah you know Cesaro section when is Cesaro getting his time all that shit yeah but, oh Cesaro Ugh. what what don't you like about him everything I don't like anything about him Nothing. he has great in ring ability. That only takes you so far. Does it? I like the complete package. Okay. He gives you in-ring. What does he give you outside of the ring? Nothing. Nothing. His mic has... work is suspect. Yeah. You said that before, His mic work is non-existent. The guy cannot speak. That's a big part of it. Ironically, he had, uh, he had Oksana when yes. he debuted. Yep. He had Zeb Coulter. He also had Paul Heyman. As See, I get that for a couple of vo- vocal pieces. Yeah. I get that. That makes sense. That changes everything. Having Paul Heyman, yeah, give him somebody who can speak for him. Okay, that changes everything. I I respect what he does in the ring. The guy knows his shit. He yes. knows what to do. He is a professional. Yes, I will not deny that. I just, ugh. I just, I don't like the guy. His in-ring work is pound for pound. He's the strongest man yes. in WWE. Yes, I, I hate. That. I don't. Now I'm I might be misspeaking. I think the swing is the dumbest move in wrestling. <laughs> I don't think there's a, a, a there's the dumbest move in wrestling. Okay. I don't I I can't disagree with you there. I mean, you I feel it it's so cheesy. Too. I know it's like it's not a wrestling the test move. Of his strength, I get it. You have to be incredibly strong to do that move. It's just it's just ridiculous. Do you call it a gimmick move? Like it's what's gimmick? his gimmick? He's strong. What is this? What is this gimmick? What is this gimmick? 
Hit the nail on the head. We're, yeah. Remember, everybody, we're living in a time of professional wrestling yeah. where there's not many gimmicks as there used to be during the golden era, right? Well, we just came from a show that had so many oh, gimmicks. Oh, my God. Gimmicks. Gimmick Wars. City. Uh, we, had, um, the... we had a uh, Game Boy Leroy. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> His, uh, that shirt that the kid was wearing. A hockey was goon. The, ho- the, the hockey goon. goon chick. We had a goon yeah. signing. We had, oh, a goon. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, we had Gio. Was he like a soccer player? Yes. Yeah, he was. Like Gio, the Italian soccer player. Soccer, yeah. They had Matt Verna. At, at, first of all, Matt Verna. Shout out to him. Great wrestler. That is a great he, he was house. The, the man of steel, Matt yeah. Verna. Great yeah. wrestler. This Looking guy's got the goods. For supporting independent wrestling. Team Meat. Team, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Meat, meat Locker. Locker. Yep. Meat Locker. Wrecking Ball Ligurski. And other guy. I didn't catch the other guys. Wow. Milk. Chocolate. Oh, that yes. was good. Not, first of all, we're Great trying to take some chocolate. So we didn't understand it. We, we didn't understand. Up and then the guys walked out. One white guy, one African American, milk chocolate. I'm like, holy shit! But and the he, names ran deeper than that. If you've ever seen Coming to America, Mr. Randy Watts was the guy in the band, played by Eddie Murphy. So those two guys oh, split his name apart. So one guy was something Watts, and the other was Randy whatever. Oh, so that's where the name yeah. is. Because that. in the movie, it was sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. So that's why they went with milk chocolate. So shout out to those guys. They had a whole tag team gimmick. Which was a great match, by the way. One of, yeah, match. fatal four-way match. Yep, it was also, great. shout out to big dudes in professional wrestling. Because there had to be at least... Tom, Tom you, you, uh, I, I was you getting were the happy. Itch. I was yeah. getting the itch. There was at least... I don't know what four guys over three hundred pounds. There was a thousand pounds in that ring at one point. All yeah. to move. There was no like. There was no loads. Shout out to the, the big ring. dudes. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I think every match was good. I mean, again, there was a couple clunkers, but I mean, not everybody's gonna be perfect. I mean, when you watch independent wrestling, and if you know a little bit about it, it's like you know some of those matches may be the person's first or second match. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So. For what it was worth, I mean, it was an awesome event. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it was worth zero dollars. It was worth zero dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we 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 put a little sponsorship on it, but you know, it's it's awesome to go out. And it's awesome to to support that stuff because you know that's like the working man, the men and women out there. It was awesome. You know, but um, you well, know, segueing back. Yeah. Uh, Yes, oh, so talking about Cesaro. Yeah, my, my yeah. hatred for Cesaro and Edge. So we have somebody <laughs> yes. on the podcast who hates Edge and the other yeah. hates I'm, I'm willing to do a tag team match. Jeff Noyes oh, and myself my versus <laughs> Edge and Christian. Oh, my Book God. It. Whatever they want, I'm in. The flying ginger. Yeah. I can stand on Jeff's shoulders <laughs> and literally fly off and take the ball out. That would out. be a great finisher. Yeah. See, the thing with me and the Edge is... splash off of Jeff's... Uh, Shoulders. Spear, I've, start the car, go home. I've Let's take a, play, the take a page out of Tom Lee's book. <laughs> I've, I've said this before in a podcast back in the library, because this is going to be episode 65. 60, 64 and, and a half. 64 and a half. We're giving you some, uh, yeah, some, some bonus shit. Yeah. But remember, you can find our podcast wherever you download your podcast. We're everywhere. That, to me, Edge kind of fits the bill of someone like Rey Mysterio. He never really pushed the envelope for me. I never really got into him that much. And to me, Edge Edge is okay. Like, I think his match at WrestleMania was very weak. That's why Daniel Bryan was in it. Right. I don't think that... I don't like his look. Of, of I just don't like the look that he has right now. I know he's telling the story of, you know, I'm, I'm determined to get my belt that I never lost back because technically I had my neck surgery and my last fucking match was against Alberto Del Rio. So I'm coming back to get my title. But... 
it's it's a different climate now. It really is. I think the people that liked Edge a lot back in the day are slowly kind of phased out a little bit. And I think a lot of people are more in tune with today's personalities. Like a Seth Rollins. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's my like, guy. Like a Bobby. <laughs> like, I have, as a, as a wrestling fan, I'm a diehard wrestling fan, obviously. I care more about Bobby Lashley having that belt than anybody else right now in that company because he's, he's champion. He's been champion. He's earned it. I don't. I didn't like the booking against him and Drew at Hell in a Cell to win as a cheap roll up, and you're a monster like Lashley is. Mm -hmm. To me, kind of plays like the little bitch card with that role. But you know, they didn't want to make what Drew it look is. bad. Yeah, again. they didn't want Drew look bad. But Drew's not going to come into Money in the Bank qualifying on Monday and win. No, no way. That's that's set up for Randy Orton. And if he does, we'll riot. Yes, I don't think. Drew they're giving him the Cena treatment. Yeah, Drew should not be anywhere near that title belt for a long time, in my opinion. Because you want to set up Brock and Brock and Bobby, Cena and Reigns. So now it just got announced. I noticed that when I was looking at my phone, that it's official Edge against Roman Reigns, Universal title, Money in the Bank next month. Oh, here we go. Come on. Well, what's the writing on the wall tell us here? Where are we going? It's obvious. Yeah. Edge, three things that I found out. Off on Facebook, I, I was swimming through the dirt sheets, courtesy, courtesy of Vince Russo. Russo, yeah. Number one, John Cena's coming back ju uh, July sixteenth. He Num said that on uh, one of his talk shows. Yeah. Number two, Bruce Pritchard is now the lead writer of SmackDown. Now that which show, is, that show's gonna go in the tank. Well, not well. Here's the thing, I with SmackDown. Not. It's so much better than Raw. It's kind of crazy, in my opinion. So he's gonna go and fuck it up. Yeah. But and remember, he's been in charge of Raw, and he's switching. I think he is, yeah. Yeah, that's not good. And the third a is... A little bit of Raw I did not like Edge. that I watched. You'll love this one, Ed. Edge now has creative control of his character. Wow, so, sounds like Hulk Hogan. So, there's a couple people that have creative control with their promos. They're, 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 they're small. Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins, Edge, Daniel Bryan did. So, what Edge is going to do is he's going to handpick his opponent for SummerSlam... And the writing's on the wall. It's already been announced, basically. He is going to be facing Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Edge against Seth Rollins. So what did the WWE do to mask that and not to make it as obvious as they're going to? Is they had Seth Rollins beg and plead to get a shot at the world title. Yep. And who got it? Edge. Who's going to cost Edge? Seth Rollins. There's your storyline. So you're running the same angle twice where... Uh, Daniel Bryan just did this to Edge, and, or vice versa. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Insert this guy here. So, what's the story behind? Like Edge had to be carried at WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah. And he then he goes. The then he goes. You know, he leaves, he leaves <laughs> and then he comes back, and they give him free reign. It's called part time. Yeah. That that's all it is. Like it's any horrible. good job, you want that. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, John Cena. Edge, Batista when he did it, Undertaker, Triple H. The list goes on and on of all part-time wrestlers past and now. Yeah. And Edge fits that category. Yep. He is part-time. He's only needed. He, you're not going to see Edge wrestle at Backlash or Fastlane. Yeah. No. You're going to see him it's wrestle no at... Yeah, you're going to see him wrestle at the Core 4. And he's wrestling at SummerSlam after just wrestling at Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. But... And that's based simply off of he's been around for a million years. Yeah. Yeah. And based on that and the fact that the WWE has released so many people and the hits yeah. just keep on coming yesterday they released 12 more wrestlers 12 I mean most of them was on 205 so yeah. 205 yeah, gone 205, away yeah. but you there's know, only 4 people left I think on yeah. the roster 
Yep, and Brian Kendrick's one of them, and he's not even wrestling. But he retired from in-ring activity in April, I think. Yes, he did. It was low-key, but yeah. He did. But they also released two tag teams from NXT, Breezango and EverRise. Who were just on television. EverRise was getting TV time. It doesn't matter if it was a two-minute promo. They were getting time on television. They were on TV. And Brizongo, former NXT Tag Team Champions, had a great match against Imperium that the other day. That was a gift, by the way. You know it. What? Oh, yeah. The Tag Team Champions. Yeah. They, Here's uh, for all you do, finally. Because then they had a cup of coffee with it. Yeah, they, had, they held it for like a month. Yeah. I don't even think a month. One but, title defense? That, I mean, and Tony... I like Tony Nese. I think he's a great, great wrestler. We saw him win the title live at WrestleMania against, against Murphy. Uh, but he's gone... And just a couple of known, unknown people I'm going to talk about, but I mean, just think about it. another 12 wrestlers at the company. They're they're making budget cuts, and what they have to do is they're going to bring these people back in. So, insert Edge, insert John Cena, insert Brock Lesnar. See, this is why I would be pissed if I was the person getting released. I'm, yeah, you're moving my spot, and I've been here doing God knows what, whether I'm on TV or not, yeah, for people who are going to be here for a hot second. Yeah. And then leave again. Well, so every they have a right to be pissed off. I put mean, I would put put Sasha Banks in that too. Right. Sasha Banks isn't coming back till July 16th, and she picks and chooses. She when hasn't she wants wrestled to show up. since WrestleMania. Yeah, right. I found out she died on The Mandalorian because I don't watch that show. But she's not. She's <laughs> spoiler, not. Spoiler, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, I should watch it. Right, it was good. But she is now going to be inserted, obviously, into Bianca. Right? Yeah. So who's, who's Bianca going to wrestle at Money in the Bank? Is it going to be Bailey again? Or a triple threat. Or a triple threat. Because Sasha's just going to push her way into it. And if yeah. not, they hold off for SummerSlam. Yeah, that's it. But you just had a feud in a Hell in a Cell. Which normally culminates. It's a ends. blood feud. That's how it ends. It ends. Right. Hell in a Cell ends a feud. How many times have we said, all right, let's kick off the feud with a Hell in a Cell match? No, absolutely not. That's the dumbest thing I think you can do. But, again, the WWE is in uncharted waters where what are, what are they really doing? Nobody really knows. Right. They're, they're not... See, this is the formula that they the WWE... They don't give a shit about us, Tom. Yeah. No, the formula is that for years and years and years, they had everything scripted. Everything... I mean, wrestling is scripted. Still a rarity, though, but... <laughs> Spo- another um, spoiler. Spoiler alert. You heard no, it here first, guys. The, the formula for, for WWE, especially in the Vince McMahon era, was having everything stacked up, ready to go. It's becoming so unpredictable now because they're making these last-minute budget cuts, in my opinion. Yeah. And the writing has been changed throughout every single week. Scripts are getting torn up. New, new matches are happening. New outcomes are happening. New scenarios are happening. I hear so, there's people on the writing staff who don't know anything about wrestling. And that person got fucking released. Yep. Did you hear what that person said? That she knows nothing about She knew anything. nothing about wrestling. Yeah. I was hired because I was a comedy writer working in Hollywood. Wow. So that means that I'm a chef that works in a kitchen. Oh, I can write wrestling. I've been watching wrestling for over 30 years. Ed, you're a teacher. You can be, you can be a oh, fucking I can write writer. Some, I can write some yeah. lines. Yeah. I send you know them to you I mean? all the time. You laugh at me. Yeah. Well, we some already of, have a foot some, in the door, guys. Some, some of your stuff is kind of out there. Hey. <laughs> Maybe that's what the WWE needs. Maybe they need a little out there. Yeah, but the only thing you tell me is you want Rollins to be the champion forever. No, I didn't say that. I said, look, I took the guy I hate and think they should do a slow burn with Cesaro. Have him go the Bianca route, and he laughed at me. 
because I was like, it's beyond too late. Season- well, why? It's too late for that. Because yeah. the fans have had enough of Cesaro. What he can do Good. is he can win money in the bank Good. and become champion like that. But he didn't qualify because he wasn't in there. But who did qualify was Big E, who is very interesting oh, like e because yeah. you got a lot of mate, you got a lot of good superstars in that match. You got Morrison, you got Ricochet, you got Riddle. You're gonna have Randy Orton, in my opinion. And now you insert Big E into that. Big That's E, nice. everybody wants Big E to be champion. Smarks want him to be champion. Kids want him to be champion. There's is talks it, about moving him back to Raw. Yes, the there is talks of him moving him to and Raw. The draft is at the end of August, from what I heard. Do you want to see? Big E versus Lashley? Yeah, buddy. That's just... That's meat. That's, that's yeah. straight. That's serious. Yeah. That's... That, that's that's meat locker right shit there. right there. Meat locker yeah. shit right there. But, I mean, do you think that it's time for Big E to come into that talk of being a champion like that? Yeah, you gotta move him away from Apollo because now it's starting to get stale. So, if they that's... They work together, but if I'm that's kind the of case, over it. Who goes after Apollo? See, yeah. now... This is this is where, that guy has been so dominant. This is where I might detour. If Big E wins Money in the Bank, I see Cesaro going after Apollo. Oh, that'd be that's good. fair. That's that fair. Because think about it, Cesaro did have the treatment. He did main event a pay per view against Roman Reigns to win the title. He didn't win. Okay, we all know that he didn't win. Yeah, we so maybe as a little token of appreciation, just like what happened to Brizongo. I mean, obviously, I don't think Cesaro's going to get released, but you know, give him a give him a title, give him the IC belt. Because remember, look at look at the formula with Bobby Lashley, right? Bobby Lashley came in, he was an IC champion. He came back in, United States champion, dominant change of character, lost his belt the smart way in a non-pinning way, yes. and now he's the most dominant champion right now. Yeah, for sure. Right now in professional wrestling, and deservedly so. I mean, MVP is also making a case of manager of the century. Yeah, because he's he's really putting it down on the microphone and being a good shit sir. You know, last couple of weeks we've seen on Raw him trying to break up and drive a wedge through the New Day. Who hasn't done that in the past? So but I really like what they're doing. Let him go to G four. Let him do his thing. Let Kofi shine. Let Kofi talk by himself. Let them build that. Then let the, let them build that match at Money in the Bank. Bobby's gonna dominate. Start the car. Just start the car. I'm going home. Yeah. I'm going home. I am. Yeah. But I mean, there's, you know, there's a couple of things I noticed that the WWE hasn't done, and I, and I brought this up the other day, and I didn't talk about it more. Where's our truth been? I don't know. He's not even on pre-shows or on the panel. No. I think he's doing Raw Talk still. So I so, guess they got nothing else for him. Although, I mean, the 24-7 championship, I mean, that's a nothing title anyway. Yeah, no, no. It's just a, a full comedy title. Like the social media championship we just seen. Yes. With Big Game Leroy, Leroy Brown Leroy. or whatever his name. <laughs> Who wrestled the beginning of the Leroy match right. with a Nintendo Switch in his hand, ladies and gentlemen. Right. That was awesome. Pulled yeah. off a Hurricane Rana and did not drop his Nintendo Switch. Yeah. He did. You're right, but I, I don't. I don't. I digress. I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm happy, very happy that Liv Morgan oh, is now in now the women's Money in the Bank match. Now, also. now, now in the talking. promo, she's not still. And I Michael thought she Cole, qualified. I thought so too. And then Michael Cole said, "Oh, this might look like she's going to qualify for it." Although Sonya Deville said it pretty much is like if you win, you're in. Yeah. Right or impress me enough so I'll, I'll put you in. That's what I. That's what I took away from it. I don't know about you. 
Carmella yeah. deserved to be there. I'm go- I'm happy with that. I didn't like how okay the women from Raw had to earn their way in. And now, Carmella just got in. Yeah, right. Champion or you know former winner or not, it was kind of odd. So then we got to think about who else from SmackDown will go in besides Carmella. Liv Morgan, Naomi, maybe. Well, on SmackDown, oh, no, Naomi's already right, in. I forgot. So you got you got Naomi, Oscar, Nikki Cross, and Alexa Bliss, and then you have Carmella. You have five. Liv Morgan makes six. Yep. So you need two more women to be in the to be in the match. I pray to God that it's not Jax and Bailey. I was going to say Nia Jax. No. Oh, no, got her on a ladder. Lord of mercy. God. She was already in that. I mean, they're still wrecking with Alexa, Alexa, right? Like yeah, Shayna Baszler? Isn't she? Huh? Aren't they still going to feed with the... I didn't think that was over after what I saw. I, th- uh, I don't know. So that looked like the whole possession, possessed thing. Yeah. Whatever the hell that was. Alexa Bliss has won it already. Yeah. So I don't see them going back to that well. I see Liv Morgan. I do. Maybe Bailey gets thrown in there. She Bailey can too. go in. We watched her cash in that time yeah. in Connecticut. She's one. But what about? I think, um, I think it's time for Liv Morgan. What about a Good. debuting superstar from NXT? Is it possible that finally we get Yo. something Somebody comes up? Yo, hey, I'm about it. I like yeah. Yo, but I think Yo. I think they're gonna. Mm, See, I don't like how right now that they're portraying Raquel Gonzalez as a tag team wrestler, even though she's the women's champion. Yes. I really don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that because you can't build anything with her, and I think that's the one thing that's missing from her character is that interaction one-on-one with somebody. Yeah. She does great in a group environment. We've seen her as getting a, better on the mic and yes. becoming an actual monster. We've seen like her trying with, to portray her. Yeah, we've seen her with Dakota Kai plenty of times in that tag team atmosphere. But for her to build her character more, the one-on-one approach with another female wrestler is what she needs. She's and like, I think that's the problem right now. She's Latina China. Yes, she's the. Mm. Yeah, she's built like a brick shit house. Um, that was good for me, Alex. Thank you. Now I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, I have a good image of that. Yeah. Wrestler. Do you watch NXT? No. Oh, really? You're missing good wrestling, man. You're missing the good. You, you should watch NXT. I think I watched a little bit. Of, like I just happened to have it on for a couple seconds, like in between something else. Yeah. Oh. And it's not a knock on it. Mer- Alex, remember I said I didn't see my impact point from last episode? Oh yes. So I got a Roku, right? So I'm I I was in New Hampshire. My dad told me, Tom, download this thing called Tubi. It's an app. On, I've heard of uh, Tubi. Yeah, it's free movies and TV. There's an Impact Wrestling channel showing Impact Wrestling from like 2005 and 2006. So you can find Impact Wrestling on Rabbit Ears Television and now on the Tubi app. Everybody out there that wants to watch wow. Impact Pro Wrestling. And I and I heard that Omega is going to be losing the Impact Wrestling belt soon. To who? I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Impact to say. I know Moose, maybe. That's his name. Uh, he may lose it to him. I don't think he's losing to Rich Swan. But this guy, well, Moose is a beast. Moose is a beast. Now, remember, Kenny Big Omega dude. is hurt. Yeah. He is hurt. He's also got four championships. Yeah, he has like four championships. He's hurt. Tonight on Saturday Night, Saturday Night Dynamite on uh, TNT at 8 o'clock, 6.40. We'll catch that on the way home. Um, Kenny Omega is wrestling Jungle Boy. For the AEW World Title, is this the opportunity he was supposed to get? Jungle yes. Boy. Yes, this is the opportunity wow. he was supposed to get. So, I mean, I don't see an ending happening that's not going to be Omega winning. So, those 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 fans at Daly's place would lose their shit if Jungle Boy won. Oh, yeah, they but were crazy when he won the Battle Royal. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's funny because. Uh, 
you know, Alex talked about, oh, we're gonna, we have a satchel this month. We actually, we're not doing the satchel this month. We're gonna postpone it to the first week of probably July, because this Tuesday we're gonna be interviewing um, uh, Fred Rosser from New Japan Pro Wrestling, but he's also known as Darren Young from the WWE. So we're gonna be doing that on Tuesday. Uh, it's Pride Month, and Darren Young is the first openly gay professional wrestler. Well, so cool. he, yeah, so nice. he's gonna he's gonna come on the show, talk about stop the hate movement. I forgot to plug that last episode, so that's why I wanted to plug it in I there. Think it's block the hate. Block the hate. Yeah. Um, it's a yeah, good it's, cause. It's yeah, good. definitely. We cause. made a donation to his found. We know, did his, his cause, and well, well deserved. Yeah. So the satchel will be coming back soon. We're gonna do some new stuff with the satchel. Try to make it more you know, uh, fan interactive friendly. So we have some surprises for that. But I mean, right now we're, we're in, we're in, uh, money in the bank build up, right? They're already announcing matches. They announced, yeah. uh, I'm glad they started on that right the day, right after yeah. the pay-per-view because I, I, I miss a good build to a pay-per-view. They already announced Rhea and Charlotte. And I think, I think I have a hunch that Charlotte's going to win the title. Oh, in front of from Rhea? in front yes. of fans, and then yep. she's gonna lose it at SummerSlam. I don't know. I think oh. that she's gonna have it. I think that Charlotte's gonna have it. She I can't think... go against Rhea. Th- what? Rhea. Rhea is not herself. She's not doing okay. anything of importance. She's Rhea, not NXT. She Rhea. Rhea. No. Rhea. No. No. She's just she's not. I think what they did is they totally stripped her down when they called oh. her up. Like she would like the way she looked. You know, she had like blonder hair, and like yeah. you know, she dressed differently. Now she's just wearing all black. She's just doing all black. Her promos come off as kind of clunky. Very bland. She's very bland. She's not talking right. She's there's parts of her uh, of her persona that aren't like how she was. I don't think she's as tenacious as she was in NXT, especially when she was feuding with Shayna Baszler to become the champion. But which was a good build. She's lost her. She's lost her edge. No for lack of a better word. Yeah. She, I got a I, lot better I, words than it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Vince just kind of stripped her down. And as he does with anybody else, he comes over it's from weak. NXT. Think about it. What wrestler from NXT has kind of kept their gimmick? Riddle? Uh, right? I didn't know what his gimmick was in NXT in the first place. Like but, a stoner bro guy. Like, so he's doing that now. Yeah. The surfer type yeah. surfer style. I mean, Shayna Baszler is nowhere near as dominant as she was in NXT. No, she now. actually shouldn't have lost for a while when she came she, up. She, she looks like a pushover to me. Who? Shayna Baszler. Now, yeah. yeah. She's losing that. Like she should be a She lost like you said, her, like you said edge. <laughs> yeah. She took out, the, like, listen to these names. She took out Io Shirai. Ember Moon. Sh- Ember Moon. Bianca Belair. Yep. Rhea twice. Ripley. Bianca twice. Um... Just all these great women wrestlers. And she almost wins the Royal Rumble, gets called up, has a six-minute match with Becky, who who she opened up and she said that, uh, Shayna said that it was kind of frustrating because the whole Becky situation, Becky Lynch was fucking pregnant, okay? Yeah. So there's only, and she she wrestled that match and pregnant. I think she was supposed to, I, I really think Becky was going to lose that match. Oh. What? <laughs> Hall and Oats. Oh yeah. Wait, Hall and Oats? Hall and Oats, PNC. Just, oh my god. Oh, so man. we're driving my PNC and just saw Hall and Oats up playing again. I hope they don't phone it in like they did. Oh the my last god, time. horrible. But crazy. um no, I mean that's what happens. I mean it, and it's kinda of bullshit because as it, it's hard 
to not think of that, especially when you watch NXT and you watch, when you watch all the programming, especially NXT where it's more gritty and more raw and more, you know, they're more themselves. Right. They, they act like, like Triple H molds them the right way. The wrestling is good, the programs are good, the vignettes are good, everything's good. But then they get called up, it's like the great value version of their character. And then how do you get molded like this and then get broken down to bare bones by somebody else? Obviously, yeah, we like know who what, that somebody yeah. else is, but it's like, what's it's the like, point? Why am I going to invest the time and the money if you're going to just go and destroy everything and all the work that I did? Yeah. And it's like, why call them up if you're just going to break them down and change yeah. their whole change yeah. their whole thing? It's like, this you're bringing them up because you're and this. And they leave. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. go on to do, well, some people right. go on to do bigger and better things. Other people, you know, it shows that, you know, they really needed WWE yeah. in the first place. You either have it or you don't. Yeah. Grass ain't always green on the other side, so especially in this case. Well, uh, I, I'm a lo- I'm a loss for words. I mean, I once I get going, I just like think about how bad some of the WWE stuff is going, and you know the writings on the wall. Does Vince want to sell the company? Is he going to sell? Who knows? This could be why we're getting a lot of budget cuts. Yeah. This could be why. I mean, they're cutting wrestlers left and right. You think he's just trying to turn a profit for the year because he's had six months of no fans and now I he's trying to recoup? they've already turned a profit. They've yeah, they made a lot of money. Oh, yeah, with Peacock, no, right? They, they yeah. made a lot of money. Selling yeah. the Peacock and all yep. that shit. Yeah, they, made, they, sold, they sold the Peacock for $1 billion, I think. Yeah, you sell the cock, you get a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not true. to mention all the merchandise and shit, too. So, I mean... Yeah. Shirt sales. Be on the lookout for new merch coming out within the next month and a half. Merch galore try to get sales up at shows and mm-hmm. new this, new that. Especially because of SummerSlam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also merch from Sunset of Radio, $20. You can buy our shirts plus shipping. You can meet you, talk about wrestling if you're local in the area. Cheap plug. There you go. There it is. You can contact us on social media if you want to buy a shirt. They're awesome shirts. We're all wearing them now. Uh, very comfortable. Yeah, we showed, we showed up as a team. We showed we up as a it. team. Yeah. Um, I didn't see a lot of representatives from other sponsors except us and another toy store from Little Fairy. So big shout out to us for doing that. It was an awesome show. It's the way to do it. It's the way to do it. Hopefully we can get sponsored by WWE one day maybe. You never know. <laughs> After we keep talking After shit about them. talking shit about them. Right. Hey, you gotta, you know, you gotta keep it honest. We keep it honest here on Sunday. And Club here's Radio. the thing. I also heard that they might be bringing back the King of the Ring tournament. They've that been teasing be awesome. the bag a little bit with awesome. uh, the Shinsei Nakamura. Yeah. I love this Rick Boogs guy. Uh, Oh, I love it. He just plays the guitar. He's just com- he's just he's comedic. That's all it is. You know, it gets Pat it gets Pat McAfee off his seat. Literally. Yeah. Standing on the standing on the table. table. So thinking I mean, about the like the writing in general. Yeah. So and I'll ask you guys because you guys are real wrestling fans, not like myself. <laughs> but weather fan. What you were saying before, as far as unpredictability. Now, would you say unpredictability is? right now bad because it's bad writing like if it's if it's unpredictable and the writing is good is that something yeah that makes a difference like the unpredictability is not good because the writing is bad yeah the writing's horrible so like is there is is the writing only good because it's predictable or can you have a little bit of both you can have a little bit of both yeah i mean you can be surprised you can be surprised the hedge your bets are in i haven't i'm trying to think when was the last time i was really surprised as a wrestling fan well with the dirt sheets and like you like to peruse them much more. I, than I, I swim. I bathe in the dirt you, sheets. You do. You shower in it. I I told you at seven forty five that Becky Lynch is pregnant. And she's not going to be 
yep. champion anymore. Yep. So I mean, you know, I'm. I, I see. It sucks because I. I mean, I can't keep a secret. So that's when why. It comes to wrestling. So Tom, as a fan and uh, a fan who likes to read the he's, dirt sheets, he's the, the reason why nothing he's can stay sacred like and be a surprise. Yes. It's, it's I all, like, on the other hand, like to kind of let it come to me and let them try to surprise me. Nothing does. Although every once in a while you get a little, you get a couple treats tossed your way here I, and there. Let every me tell dog you, gets a bone. You know? Diamond Mine. I was very surprised with Diamond Mine. Yeah. Remember again, they were talking about NXT. Diamond. Well, Mine. I thought it was going off air and they didn't uh, debut. Yeah. Roderick Strong comes back with a shaved head, leader shaved of the Diamond Mine, and another faction. I like that name. Roderick Diamond Str- Mine. No, Roderick, Roderick Strong. Strong. I like that. Yeah. yeah. His wife just got released. Yep. Um, no, but. Um, the other guys that are in it, it's like Hateo, uh, Hideo Suzuki. No, he got released. Oh, he did? Yeah, okay. but the other people in Diamond Mine, Hideo Suzuki. Who um, we seen last week? Tyler Rust. Oh, no, that was Ido. Right? Tyler Rust. Tyler Rust wow. with uh, Malcolm Bivens. Malcolm Bivens and Roger Strong. So, so they're Bivens. unloading guys yeah. that were on the current, like, they are on the scene. Like, they were actually wrestling and they just cut them loose, like, out of nowhere. No. Well, oh. yes and no. I mean, there were some people that they cut that were still wrestling, but yeah. someone like Arturo Rojas, who we never had seen. a match. Okay. Yeah. But. Nothing on. Uh, so the majority, they're cutting a lot of dead weight. Yeah. They're trimming the fat, is I do like Roderick Strong going after Kushida because that sign me up for that every week. Yeah, it's a sign, good look. sign sign me up for that. Um, the match that Kushida had with O'Reilly was good. Yeah, uh, Kushida is—I want to say he's beneath the cruiserweight championship. He is. He needs to go to North American championship he does. level. He does. And it's, I think this will be a stepping stone once we get past this feud. Well, yeah, him and. Um, Santos Escobar like flip flop spots. Yeah. Santos Escobar again another wrestler, very talented. Yeah. I think that he was better than the cruiserweight title, so now he's going at the North American title. But what Vince wants to do is he had a match, two seen, two matches a main I've event. Seen. Oh, so you Here bring out again. you bring out Karrion Cross on a main event. No smoke, right? no mirrors, no scarlet, just him walking down a ramp. To destroy Shelton Benjamin. That's it. Wow. You you don't do the you don't do the cool intro. You do none of that stuff. You say that for NXT, which is fine. But and now there's talks of Scarlett getting a tryout to be a women's wrestler. I mean, she wrestled in Impact. She in did. Age, so. so, say if Scarlett does well, she gets called up or whatever. But is she like Lana though? You know what I mean? Like, are I we just replacing I, one for one? It could be, but you add another woman to the roster, but then you take away the mouthpiece of your NXT champion, who won't be the NXT champion, because at that time, he'll be could, could called up. Yeah. Now, who do we think is debuting with this new gimmick that their the cell phone is loading? I think it's I think it's Tegan Knox coming back. Some some people say, oh, Keith Lee. No. I see that. I I think it's Tegan Knox coming back again after hurting her ACL again. Second or a knee time. or something. Uh, ACL. Yeah. So I, I think that she will be debuting at Great American Bash, or that person will be debuting, whoever it is, at Great American Bash on July 6th. So I think it's Tegan Knox, which is my opinion. But, you know, it yeah. could be anybody. I mean, I didn't think Diamond Mine was going to be Roger Strong in a faction again. I yeah, mean, that's true. He hasn't done anything on his own since before he joined uh, Undisputed Air. Yeah. So now we're now we'll get the definition of what Diamond Mine actually is. 
Yeah. I don't know what it is. Looks is like it a bunch of fighters. Yeah. You know, a bunch of fighters. Bare knuckle like brawlers. Bare knuckle sort of fighting, deal. maybe. I don't know. But the the the, um, the track has been laid for him and Kushida. But we'll see what happens on NXT. But I mean, you know, there's there's really no other hot takes I can really think about. Nothing much has happened. This episode was just kind of a thrown together, thrown together last minute on Apple Voice Notes, sitting driving in the car down the Georgia Shore after leaving the Little Fairies EFW Hall. A little bonus madness for you guys. Yeah. So I don't know, Ed. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think you guys touched on just about everything. <laughs> everything that I would know about anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, remember, you can find Sunset Flip Radio everywhere in social media. You can find us on, on Facebook and Instagram at Sunset Flip Radio. You can find us on Twitter at Sunset Flip Radio. You can email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. We are everywhere. You can email us, talk to us, whatever you want to do. Remember, we have shirts. We are, uh, the shirts are $20 a piece. You can contact us on social media to buy one. They're awesome. Support us. Support podcasts. Support independent wrestling. Support Noise Toys. Jeff will be at the infamous Clarion Hotel tomorrow on Sunday, June 27th. That's in Tom's River, you said, right? Tom's River, yeah. yeah. Uh, toy show. Jeff will be there selling a lot of toys. Buy all of his shit. He's probably going to meet Jimmy the Heart. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy the Heart. Jimmy the Heart. Yeah. <laughs> keep, please keep your glasses on. Please keep your glasses on. Right. He takes them off? He does. Wow. Yeah, you gotta see what he looks like. I can't imagine. Oh my yeah, goodness. He, he probably doesn't look that good. Ooh, a lot no, of pain no, no. behind those eyes. Yeah, a lot of pain. <laughs> but um, no, and then um, this Tuesday, reminder, we will be interviewing uh, Fred Rosser from New Japan Pro Wrestling, aka Darren Young. That's been an awesome interview. And it's actually a bonus because we're gonna be doing two episodes. So we're gonna be interviewing uh, Fred Rosser in the morning, and then we're gonna be coming back to you, all three of us, back that night on Tuesday. To do uh, to talk about um, Ooh, whatever we don't know because God knows what. we don't know because guess what on Sunset Flip Radio we don't follow any scripts we don't so in the meantime I'm the one hundred dollar man Thomas Lisi always join the most handsome dad in the car Alex Drayton and for the second time the flying ginger Mr Ed Carragher hey thanks for having me back guys <laughs> this is Sunset Flip Radio and as always peace love and wrestling and take care we're out.